All right, bet. Nika Harris. Hello, JPI warning. Yay. <laughs> All right. Volumes look good, too. Ooh. Are we actually going to eat this week? Yes. The pigs are safe. Yo, Goose, did you actually do that? Uh, putting it up on like your next three videos? <laughs> yeah, yes, did, did. <laughs> oh, I can't with you, bro. I just noticed you got the galaxy background. I dig it. Spicy. Uh, <laughs> Why don't you run the Hero review in the video background there? I, I got it. It's literally pulled up. I'm going to run it when we're talking about Crunch specifically. Okay. Yeah. I was like, look, I was like, I saw Fang Ma. I'm like, uh. <laughs> no, you're chilling. Lately, I've been, um, I've been doing just all of their hero reveals in the playlist while we just talk about random general stuff. You know what I mean? So, like, right now, it's showing Richter yeah, yeah. or whatever. Just so it's an, yeah. you know, a decent variety, you know? But. Welcome, everyone. How's it going to this week's episode of the Fault Partner Panel number? Uh, Beard probably knows it. There we go. Damn, bro. We're about to hit 50 soon. We probably would be at 50 if we were actually consistent. I'll be real with you. Uh, so I, we're, we're not going to we're not going to talk about that one because then we got to talk about me. Right. So we're just going to skip on to the next subject. But uh, yeah, so. We're going to talk about a couple things here. We saw that Fault did a hero race, which, you know, we'll hit that one when we get there. We know that Fault brought up as Crunch in itself as a character. And there's been a little bit of a debate about how he got introduced and whatnot. And then they did do another community showcase with updates from there. But before we actually get into anything, Let's introduce our cast here. So if we could, let's start with Menace, Goose, Bearded, and then myself. Tell everybody a little bit about you. All right. Uh, what's going on, everybody? It's Menace, the most menacing thing in the jungle in Fault. Um, here again with the boys playing Fault nowadays. <laughs> Passing on a man or the Bearded, so we see how it goes. But thanks, guys, for having me on. Appreciate You're you welcome. being here, bro. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right maui tell them about yourself say maui yes because he said you're welcome just introduce yourself bro oh, okay. <laughs> god damn it i'm the man goose i fuck pigs no god. <laughs> <laughs> over the beard <laughs> I'm, I'm on chickens <laughs> uh. <laughs> Let's not. Okay. That's All right. <laughs> the most West Virginia thing I've ever. Why heard. do I have to find this every time? <laughs> this is how it goes. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. I'm the Bearded Wolverine, your Michigan Wonder, also far fault partner. Oh, my gosh. Mangus every time, dude. I love it. Thank you so much. <laughs> Excited to do the show. When do <laughs> Bro, I'll be real with you. I can't with you guys. Like, y'all like too much. <laughs> it's hard to top, man. Like, you, you can't get... Like, oh, man. Hey, man. I'm Windu, a.k.a. Windu the Mace. What's up, guys? Uh, yeah, and as far as me, I just do basically mobile-related content, and I dabble into racing here and there a little bit. But today, in these episodes, we're going to focus primarily on fault as a company as a game we are we often interact as well with the live twitch chat which we do host some live every friday at 8 
30 p.m. Jesus, I had to look at the time because I'm not even used to being here on time. Uh, <laughs> at 8.30 p.m. over on Beard Wolverine's channel. So if you guys do want to catch it live, ask us questions, interact with us, etc. That's the place to be. But these videos do go up on YouTube the following Wednesday at noon. And they also go on to podcast form, whether it be on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. But getting right into it, Brad. How did, uh, have you guys actually gotten some time in? With crunch, like decent timing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But I probably what? got maybe 15, 20 matches under my belt. I'm sorry. Y'all got way more than me. I was able to do like one AI match, and then from there, I just been busy throughout. Well, I got but, seven or eight. How do you guys feel about crunch as a character compared? Let's just compare him to like the last two, Feng Mao and Phase. Like compared to those releases, what y'all think? I thought he was very underpowered compared to those two on release. On release, yeah, I agree. Really? Mm. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, again, granted, I only played him one time in AI, so I, I wouldn't fucking know. But often. Damn, so he actually was underpowered. See, I, I figured due to, you know, typical mobile fashion, I thought he was just going to be overpower and then people are just going to be like hey it's too fucking strong turn him down needs a nerf whatever right so why do you like why why release an underpowered hero like i almost feel like that's contradictory to what people are used to you know or what's actually good corrected i think they just overcorrected from Feng mal they were like Feng mal was just way way overpowered so they didn't want to make the same mistake with crunch and i think they went a little too far in the wrong direction with that End up zinxing him. Hmm. He said end up zinxing him. Jesus Christ. I can't wait. Yo, and real, real quick, let's give a shout out. Just get it out of the way here to Kaijin reaching the first ever fault mastery race that they held. Hey, real quick, uh, intersection. Am I the only one that thought it was weird that the hero race was getting him to gold? Well, they didn't want it to be. It- I, I mean, I understand it. Like, I, I got what they did that way. Because if you did it to to master, it would have been like literally forever. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody would have killed themselves trying to get it first. <laughs> literally, Kaijin didn't sleep. Bro, yeah, Kaijin did sixty eight hours and fifty sixty nine sixty nine hours basically. Which, by the way, shout out to Kaijin. What a what a record time, right? But 69 hours with 96 AI matches and 33 PvP matches. That's impressive in its own, but isn't like the whole the point of it? Is the 96 AI matches. How the hell? I can't even. I can't. That's mine. One. But that's mine. Yeah, I, <laughs> that's a, that's yeah. literally doing it with an objective. But I don't know. Like, I get it. Like, you're not trying to promote something super unhealthy, right? But, I mean, even gold, like, yo, 69 hours, like, he literally was done by Monday. And that shit was announced on Friday. You know? Right. Like, that, it's going to happen regardless. Like, if anything, having it go all the way to master, motherfuckers might actually have to sleep in between, you know? Right. I just don't understand why do a mastery race only get it to gold? And like, for example, even that exclusive avatar, it's a gold avatar. Why not have a master, like the mastery crunch as that exclusive item that you get? 
why i just feel like they they just kind of did themselves a disservice there i don't know i, I think it's just because of the timing like, like look, what we just said it like he like you if you if kaijin went with no sleep for 69 hours like what are you gonna do like and that's only just getting to gold uh, now that you're going to continue this, you know, it, it's a bad promotion. If you think about it, like you're promoting, you know, people to know life something and, and, you know, not, you know, you're promoting people to take time off of work and, and just because they want to get something like at least this way, it's a shorter time frame, and you're not like going crazy with it. Yeah. I agree. I mean, people can make their own decisions to do whatever the hell they want to, but strange matter does take some bit of responsibility in that. And I think they did the responsible thing and made it on just the gold instead of full on master. I think it was a good decision from their part. Still challenging, but still right. doable without somebody dying. Hey man, 69 hours of no sleep. Eh, somebody, right. somebody low key might still end up dying. Like I'm gonna be real with you. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, Hey, that's, that's an achievement my and question. big salute to him. My question for Kaijin is, did you insert your own catheter or do you have somebody do it for you? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I definitely said there was Mountain Dew bottles stacked all over his desk. Full of yellow liquor, but it wasn't Mountain Dew. <laughs> nope. For 96 here, I mean, that's just, just fucking mind-boggling, but yeah. Shout, shout out to fucking Kaizen. I think that's the biggest out of all of it. I don't get the fact that he got golden in 69 hours. That's, I mean, the the AI matches itself. That amount, that amount of AI matches, I I can't do it. I've I played a couple AI matches in a row. I'm like, okay, yeah, I have to go out of PvP. You know, I, I can't do it. I don't know how he did it. I don't know how anybody can yeah, sit there and play match AI of matches PvP like that. Gives me a yep. it's, it's very robotic and repetitive. Hey, worth asking. I did. And this might be a sore subject with some people. You remember how Paragon back in the day, they implemented a boosting system? Like you could pay for like XP boosts and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and they tied that in directly with their hero races. Because if you wanted to get that mastery first, you and every person on your squad would have a boost. So then you'd be getting like, what is it, like 10% extra experience right. per person it'd be like 50 percent extra wait since they're going down the mastery hero race route would that be frowned upon if they did that because that would be an extra you know income form of income for them would that be a big no-no it would be frowned upon yeah but is it right or wrong i can't really comment on the morality of it but it definitely would be frowned upon by the community i think the safest route is to go free to play before they introduce any kind of microtransactions like that Right. Even though they already mm -hmm. have them for skins and stuff, I, I think, I think as long as you have the ability of unlocking it in another way, you know, for free. But it, like it, it, whatever. You know, not saying loot boxes or whatever, but like you know how like right now, if you finish a weekly goal or whatever, you get a hero mark or whatever. And one of them, you know, random at one of those times is like you unlock, you do a weekly goal or whatever, you get uh, an XP boost. Right. But it's got to be it's it only hit so many times or whatever. So you could build them up like as I could go play Call of Duty right now and get XP boost. You know, I didn't pay for it. I'll just I, I unlock it somehow, you know, and, and the same thing with uh, the storm. You get a you get an XP boost, you know, from their little loot boxes. I, I'm not saying I want to go to the loot box options, but there's ways that you can get it without actually having to pay for it. 
right? So if, as long as you have that ability of not having to pay for it, you can make that a thing to where if you wanted to pay for it, that's on you. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm a little bit weird on this subject because I encourage all forms of monetization, right? I'm like, hey, try that shit out. If it sticks, it sticks. If it doesn't, it doesn't, right? But I don't know. Like, I also feel like the Paragon community will very quickly complain about anything that involves with money. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's a very, very delicate subject. But or how about this? What if what if they did like a double XP weekend for the release uh, for, for Hero Race and a release and then they actually made it to Masters because it's a double XP weekend anyway, you know? Wouldn't that kind of solve? Wait, you lost me. Double XP prior to? So, like, we just had a double XP weekend right. uh, when you, if you, uh, for Valentine's Day, right? So, when we came up for Valentine's Day, we all played. If you played, if you teamed up, you had double XP coming. That's what it means by having a double XP weekend. Okay. Now, I don't, I don't know. I, I, so people that grind that initial weekend of crunch would, would have it. To get to the to get to mastery instead of be a gold. I think I think that's really bothering you. To <laughs> well, no, like I just, I just feel like well I I low key am because I really do feel like aiming to mastery would be better. But I do understand the point that that Goose was mentioning too. Like it's a more responsible thing. But what if they did a double XP weekend so they could actually reach mastery, like the full mastery? within an attainable time, you just got to grind that weekend. And you know, if you didn't grind that initial weekend, your chances are lower to get the mastery. Mm. No, I think, I think any sort of promotional thing like that, like a double XP weekend or a free weekend or something like that, they need to wait about a week after they patch to do anything like that. Because as we've seen, often with fault patches comes optimization issues, which they quickly fix or different bugs, which they quickly fix. But you don't want to release something that would attract people to the game until you know that the game works, which is a big problem that they've had in the past. Uh, for example, Crunch, like we were talking about, he was kind of weak on release, but he did have bugs where like he just did not have a cooldown on some of his abilities. Like right. you don't want that shit. You don't want people right. coming in and then just getting perma stunned by Crunch. Just E, 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 you know? Yeah, I do feel like that's a double-edged sword that they're always going to have, though, like considering that they're going to be adding heroes because when the hero gets added, that is going to be a nice influx of people that are going to want to try it. But then at the same time, there's a good chance that not everything is as refined. You know, that would be just more up to like their testing team and stuff like that to make sure that nothing happens. But I mean, we even saw it back in the day with Paragon. Like, it's something is bound to slip through the cracks. Somebody's going to find something wrong. Mm -hmm. Happens even in AAA titles, right? Right. But no, you know what? I love the fact that Crunch is there, but I absolutely hate that it's like right around the time where I'm not able to fucking play this game. Because, you know, I got the baby around the house and everything. Like, I, I, it's a miracle if I play Fall and I'm like, bro, my boy Crunch is in there, bro. Do we know? Well, actually, let me not ask do we know because somebody actually in here might actually know. Who do we think is going to be the next hero? <laughs> Guesses. Guesses. And I want to hear from chat too. Who do you guys think is going to be the next actual hero introduced? 
Because I've heard some off the wall guesses, bro. Uh, judging what we've seen in game when they released Phase, I don't know if you remember the smart cast settings had Iggy and Scorch. Did it? Listed, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought they, I thought it just had Feng Mao. And that's how people were like, oh, I guess he's next. Scorch. Iggy was in there. But my, my thing is, look, Fang Mao was in there forever ago, and look how long it took to get him out. Yeah. I, I won't be surprised if Iggy's the same deal. Like, it's just in there. Right. Right. Fang Mao. We literally got teased Iggy and FaZe back in March of last year, April, some shit like that. And we all it's thought, hey, man. Bruh, no, 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 you don't. Re- so back then, they did a teaser where Decker and Gadget were in outer space. Right. And there was a little teaser in the corner where it was like an Iggy turret with a sticky note on it. And it had the picture of the bear that phase, uh, you know, carries on her backpack. So everybody was like, oh, it's got to be those two, right? Those are coming next. It took a little bit for them to actually get in. So my question is if Iggy's been on the radar that long, and he's not in yet could be something maybe they're just working on refining you know what i mean maybe it's a complexity thing because we know sure was that that tease was uh january 29th that shit was in uh, january bro where is not march going? not march of last year not a whole year ago right <laughs> no it's you so it was more than a year then was it you talking? I said January. I, that's a July. I meant to say July. Sorry. Seven, oh, okay. July. Yeah. So not a, not a full year. Not a full year. Yeah. Seven twenty nine. My bad. I, that's right. I I think I would personally like to see another carry get thrown in. Like it, it's getting to that point where carry is that least um, what's the word like least attention getting to right now as far as other rules go. Because yeah, got four of them. Yeah, like four. That that's for limited carries. I mean, even if, even if they add another carry, I feel like the way that fault is right now, the meta and everything, right? I really do feel like with the amount of CC, the amount of mobility that has been added as of late, right? Or the ability to suppress that mobility like a phase, right? Mm. It's just not a friendly environment for carries. And I don't see fault being like, I don't, I don't see carries being the meta in fault for a good little while. I feel like carries are just going to be on the the shit end of that deal for a good little bit. Maybe up until a new map or something, which who knows when we're going to get that. We haven't heard anything about that, have we? Well, if we're going to be, no, we haven't. <laughs> but we haven't been, uh, like, if, if carries are going to be on that end, you might as well at least give us a little something. Like, here you go. We know it's shitty for you. Here you go. Have a hero. Yeah. You can at least play with. Or maybe some more support items to help, you know, balance it out a little bit if they can't get a whole nother carry in. That'd be interesting if they just increase the support arsenal. So that way it would encourage more people to want to play support while simultaneously making it a little bit better for the carry. Yeah. yeah right now that you need to encourage people to play carry. Carry, from my experience, that's the one nobody wants to play. Whenever you're picking roles, that's the one people get forced into, not straight up picked. I'm not yeah. saying that people don't ever pick carry. Like, of course they do. I mean, look, a beard, a beard picks carry all the time. Beard is the only one who wants to pick carry. <laughs> like, especially if you're playing EU, nobody wants to 
wants to carry nobody. That's because they're all NA players. What do you mean? Yeah, there's that too. <laughs> what? Nobody wants to play carry. Like, you know how many times I've been in an EU lobby and it's like, oh, I, I'd rather not carry. I'm NA. And then he, I'm NA too. Uh, me too. Also, I'm like, why the fuck are you all of us in EU? Like, what the hell is fucking happening right now? Good. Uh, Let's just the numbers wise. Let's say that let's say the fault player base is three hundred players, right? Fifty of that's EU. The other two fifty is NA. Agree. You <laughs> think so? <laughs> no, I was I'm being dramatic with the, with the numbers here, but I mean that's that's kind of what it feels like. The ratio, you, yeah, it feels yeah. Like, it's like the like EU is like a very small crowd that only you know because even now, and that's the thing. It's like something needs to happen. Like we keep on getting these heroes. We, uh, we, we talked about when 14 got released, you know, it's now 16 that we're going to start doing marketing and nothing's happening with all of that. Ew. I, mm. I watched and there's people coming in during normal EU times and they're like, hey, I'm, I can't even get a, uh, a mat. I can't get a, 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 a queue time for, for EU, you know, and it's like we're Damn. losing timing. Hashtag higher window. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, you actually bring up a great point, Brad. So the talk of we're going to start marketing has been going on since September. Correct me if I'm wrong, late September. And then they started getting. Uh, before, they they were talking about 14. And when they were talking about 14, that was when they, this is when we're going to start ramping up marketing. So yeah, like a, like, game. like a month and a half before 14. And yeah. 14 was in oh, December or November. Yeah. Holy shit, I'm horrible with these days, you know. Appreciate it. But yep. yeah, I mean it's it's interesting because I will say they've been doing better as far as December 10th. Okay, so around October. Then like towards the end of October, I want to say, is when they started. But they've been doing better as far as their social media interaction. Mm -hmm. They've been doing better as far as actually posting on YouTube and actually making YouTube shorts. I was shocked. I was like, damn, even a YouTube short? Like they're they're kind of stepping it up. I'm not I'm not mad, you know. Like actually doing decent. But is that them stepping up their marketing? Or let me ask you, like when you guys say you haven't really seen marketing from them, or like you like you know like marketing examples, is it more like ads that we're referring to? Like what do you what do you guys mean? When, or what what are you guys looking for in marketing or? What do people expect marking it out of them? I'm curious about this. Me personally, as far as as far as the game goes for marketing, I I, I don't just want to see ads. Like you know, you want you want to see the ability or reviews or um like maybe highlights. Like like when they did uh, when they when they got your highlights um, and they posted it, like things like that. Um, ads I, I want but, reaching out in in areas that you don't already have your fan base you posting on your socials are people the only thing that people are gonna really see that are people that are on your socials right that are that are most likely already your player base that's not really uh, you're just letting them know more things are coming you know I, I want i want the player base to grow i want to i want to come in and like be able to play na at noon because i have the day off not have to go play eu because uh there's no player base yeah, I think I told somebody when they posted for for the marketing, I was I told them um, I was like, I hope 
their scope for this, you know, hey, we're hiring isn't just on their socials. Like, like you know, you could post it on like LinkedIn and all these other like job sites and try to find some outer talent besides the only people who see it and that's the people who follow social media, which is probably just the players. So. Hmm. I mean, you need to do what Overprime did too and seek out channels like IGN that will post their shit. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's not, not even just IGN. There's other ones like, like the gamer gamer ranks, and uh, I don't know, just some other ones. Anything. Yeah. Is there something like what G four or something like that, or is that IGN two or something that tied in with them? I thought, uh, okay. I thought there was like a gamer thing with that. Yeah, any any of that stuff, you know, that they can advertise. You know, it can kind of just show off your video as well. You know, a crunch release video would have been fine for that. You know, like I'm not saying IGN would have posted on their main page or whatever, but IGN could have had it somewhere or any of those places could have had it somewhere to where somebody that's just kind of going through their website, like would have said somebody new would have seen it like, oh, this looks interesting. Right. You know what I, what I actually really want to see, too, because because here's the thing, uh, what you were mentioning, man, it's like you're not you're not wrong at all as far as the content that they're posting because they're doing a good job of it but then bearded also did you know hit the nail on the head it's like hey it doesn't matter how much great content you make or how much you know content that's worth marketing and advertising you create if you're not actually getting it out there you get me like for example when they did the crunch ability overview video how many times do you think that actually got shared you get what i'm saying all right right like even if they make a post within their socials how many times did that get shared or like you know did they run a contest it's like yo we're having a contest share this video re you know retweet it whatever leave a comment tagging three of your best buddies that would love to play this character or you know just something to for like more engagement and stuff like that like i i really do think they're doing a pretty good job as far as social media and posting and everything but like what is it i want to like i want to say one of my mentors told me this one time right sales is just having your product and convincing one person the only difference between sales and marketing is the fact that you're now selling to the masses you're selling to multiple people at once so it really is one of those things that they easily could be trying to implement a little bit more of a self-marketing and promotion because you know how social media works like it's all about engagement like the more people like your shit the more people comment on it the more people share it the more twitter is going to want to share that shit to other people the more youtube want is going to help share that shit to other people so <sighs> you got to work them algorithms <laughs> but yeah but my issue is my issue with it, though, is is SMS has a history of saying something's going to happen and then it just taking forever for it to happen. Right. Yeah. And, and okay. we we are right, we were talking before 14 comes out that we're going to ramp up our marketing. And then after 14 comes out, they announce they're looking for a marketing manager. You know, and they just recently made that post again. They're looking for a marketing manager. If you didn't have a marketing manager, then you shouldn't have said something before 14 that you're looking to ramp up, ramp up marketing. Mm -hmm. You should have announced that you're looking for a marketing manager 
then we, we get a marketing manager. All right, we got one hired. We, we he, they know what we're doing. They know what our plan is. We got to play. We, we, we're, we're putting forth a, a storyboard and we're going to start ramping up marketing now with whatever patch is coming out recently, you know, the next one coming out, we're going to start, you know, marking up. That's what should have been done. Not the, Hey, this is what we're going to do. And then it just looks like, okay, it's not happening. It's not happening. It's not happening. So, so, so how do you find that balance between saying what you actually got and then what you want to do without overdoing it? Because do you feel like they're overdoing it with it, saying it, what me they and Goose said it before? Like you don't say it until it's actually ready. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't remember what patch it was. There was one patch they were talking about something, and then it didn't happen. And then it was like, okay, well, you like where's it at? Like, well, I can't remember what it was. There was something. That was, it was a few months ago, but or what it maybe could have been a while ago. But me and Goose Trump, like, don't say it unless you until you know this is ready. It might have been a patch itself. Like we're talking, we're thinking a patch was coming, and then it's like it got delayed. It got delayed. It got delayed. I think it was that's just that's just true of everything they do. Yeah. yeah, I think it was patch fourteen because we had what? How many? We had thirteen. Point thirteen or something was our you know we is our patch fourteen where they were talking about patch fourteen so early within patch thirteen and then it just like patch then a, a little small branch of thirteen a little small branch of thirteen a little small branch of thirteen and it's like why are you talking about fourteen when it's not even if it's not ready don't talk about it like, it's ahead. fourteen like you know fourteen is a hundred percent ready we've been testing it and we're good we're ready to release it tomorrow we could have released it yesterday but we're gonna wait that's when you make that announcement you don't do it no you don't say anything about it until it's actually you know what i got it which i will say they have been getting better about that as of the new year specifically moving forward yeah but i don't know that that just seems like a disconnect issue to me like that might be a combination of ambition on one side and restraint on the other like you get me like maybe there is somebody in there you know with like that marketing mindset it's like hey let's start talking about it let's get this going let's do this and then somebody else is like hey let's not do that yet and it's like bro but i already started talking about it like well, what do you want me to do like you guys gave me the green light i'm gonna talk about it like and you can oftentimes find little disconnects like that like in smaller companies and differentiating opinions and stuff and I don't know. I feel about, if that's the situation, I, if I'm that guy, I'm going to be very standoffish. Even if you tell me, go ahead and start talking about it. I'm gonna like, nah, I'm not, nope, I'll wait. I'll wait until I know for, until you got something that I can put out there because I'm not, I don't, I've done it enough. I don't want to do it again. Yeah. It's, it's, it's better to bite the tongue than open your mouth and tell, tell everybody who you are, if you will. You know what I just thought about? So, no. Why do you think I hate you? Well, <laughs> I'm actually curious as to the fact that they're looking for a marketing manager, right? Like, you know, overall, just saying, hey, we're looking for an individual to join our team and be solely focused on creating, you know, that content or marketing for our team. They don't necessarily have to go that route. There's plenty of marketing agencies that they could literally just strike a deal with yeah and go that route in the meantime too you get me like you could be actively searching for a marketing manager while marketing is being done by a third party and then maybe later you can go towards 
hey, somebody that is actually passionate about the game, marketing experience, etc. Because I think that might be it. I think that they're looking for a market, somebody with marketing experience that is, you know, that likes fall. Like somebody that's maybe passionate about the project or passionate about post Paragon. Because I, because there's plenty of, I can't with you, bro. Because there are plenty of marketing individuals out there. Like even Menace mentioned it, and we've touched about it a little bit before in the past. Website like LinkedIn, you could literally put a post on LinkedIn looking that you're looking for a remote marketing manager online. I promise you, you're gonna get hits like crazy. Like, a lot of people eat that. Bro, and you put the word remote on there, be like, cling, 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 apply, apply. And then you just filter through the criteria and narrow that shit down. We got 10 people. All right, let's interview those 10, right? Right. And I don't know, man, because I, I can't confirm that they're not doing that. But I do see how people can get the exp- impression that, like Menace was mentioning, how it seems like they're only posting about it on their socials, only posting about it on their website. So like, it's like they're, they're trying to find a community manager within the actual community is what it feels like, right? Even though there's a good chance that people playing fault more than likely already have a job. So I don't know. Uh, Easy as says. Way to, oh yeah, go ahead. Oh, he just mentioned, don't even need them to know the game. At this point, we need a body. When that, well, that's what I was mentioning, Easy Ed. Right. The fact that they literally, even if they don't have a body, a person, a marketing manager specifically that's dedicated to them, yo, literally, you could, they literally could just Google marketing agencies online. Search thousands of results of third-party marketing agencies that you literally just pay them a monthly fee or a weekly fee or a per-project thing and be like, hey, we're trying to ramp up to this event. We're going to pay you this much marketing. And they'll tell you, hey, we're going to do, we'll do this, this, and that. This is the plan. They'll coordinate with you and be like, hey, but it's going to cost this much. Are you guys okay with this? All right, you got the green light bet. And then they'll get to work. Like, there's opportunities out there. I don't know. I just, I just think that in today's day and age, 2022, waiting for a marketing manager is not a proper reason to just, you know, not hate marketing as hard as you can. You know what I'm saying? And does that make sense? And if it's no, and it does make sense. And it, it, let's say they go the marketing agency route or whatever, you know, is there a reason like what you were confident that 14 was when we we're going to start ramping up marketing. And, and to the community, it doesn't seem that marketing has been ramped up. What is, what are you seeing as SMS? What are you seeing within fault that is not, that that's holding you back? Like, good question. Like you're referring to like, why, why do they think that the project isn't quite ready yet? Sort of vibe? Yeah. Yeah, what what's what what's wrong with the issue with the product right now that we don't want to step up? I'm not saying like full market, hey, full release, but like market, like just put the game out there, you know, like do like that IGN thing, you know, just little things just to kind of get more player base to come in. Because when this thing first started, 
you know, we're all paid testers and the more testers they have, the more bugs we can find, the more bugs we find, the better we can refine the game. Right. Mm -hmm. Right now we're running low on, on paid testers because people are just waiting to, for something else to come out though. You know, there's probably going to be a, uh, there's probably an increase with, with crunch coming out and then that's going to die back down here shortly. Absolutely. You know, and then we gotta wait for the next hero to be released or the next big thing to happen. You know, there's gonna be a little increase and there's gonna die back down. Like, how do we keep that up? You know, let's get some marketing and get new people in here, some fresh bodies, and, and go from there. I, mean, I, just, I don't. Know. I just think that's a big issue with the game and it needs to be addressed in a decent time. You know. Well, that's the thing. Like I. I think what their major issue is environment. The biggest issue that they have, because it's not getting people through the door. It's them liking the environment that they're in, whether it be the cues, whether it be the community, whether it be how to report, whether it be how to interact in the discord, etc. Right. I feel I imagine fault right now is an exclusive club that you can only get in if you pay the fee, right? But imagine you pay that fee, you get in, and now that you're there, you're like, this isn't exactly what I was expecting, or I like this. I like, you know, like, yeah, okay, this is kind of fire. Where are the other club members? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, like, if you're joining a gym that doesn't offer that much to you, you're literally going to sit there and question, well, is this even worth staying a part of? You know what I'm saying? It's it's a very tricky thing. Like, here's a here's a question. So we know that Fault has had free to play weekends, right? Would it be that bad for Fault to actually just give their game away for free for a weekend and let people keep it? Kind of like what they do on like Epic Game Store, where they just give away a yeah. free game. Yeah. Or I'll tell you what. Rainbow Six Siege. I used to play that shit on PlayStation, right? When I came to PC, never touched it. I got Rainbow Six Siege for free for a weekend. And it was one of those, hey, if you download it, you keep it. It was a base version. It didn't have all the characters unlocked or whatever. But it was like, if you download it, you keep it. They just wanted to increase their player base. They gave that shit away for free for a weekend. After the weekend, everybody had to pay to get it again. But it yeah. boosted their player numbers like crazy. What'd you say? Can you repeat that? PlayStation PlayStation Network does the same thing. You know, you yeah. got your monthly games that are like, oh, you know, this game, this is your free game for the month, whatever. You download it, it's yours. You know, as long as you keep up on your you know, PlayStation subscription or whatever. But obviously that's a deal with PlayStation. But like, that's something completely different. But like, you have, you know, Epic Store has that. PlayStation Network has theirs. Like, you have things that are like that. I've, I'm okay with that. Because that way they would get a player influx, you know? Yep. Yeah, they would, but probably in their eyes, this might be leaving food on the table, if, if you will. It's probably why they don't want to do that. Yeah, but, bro, but, but, but it's one of those things, man. Like, like if a good re if a restaurant is opening up, right? Nobody knows about them. Very few people drive by and see the sign, etc. But if that restaurant gives away free samples, 
okay and might draw in some more people right it doesn't mean they have to give that like always give away food for free but imagine on opening weekend everybody that stops by is like hey man we're gonna take this hit as a company this is on the house try this food you like it come back and see us next week tell your friends to come back and see us because one good word of mouth is going to be way more powerful and when it'll make you way more money than that one person charging them up front so give the way of free to one person who knows how many people that one person is going to get convinced to buy the game a month from now right i mean i could i'm not i did not buy but my paragon was free but when i played paragon i played it and i convinced all of my roommates to download the game just by me playing it on playstation and they all downloaded on their pcs you know i'm like oh dude let's get this is a fun let's game and we all we all game had a blast uh neptune brings up something very interesting and i know the answer for the majority of the people because you can't have voice comms in the game because it's so toxic but uh make fault be the first death mic moba that people would play more i think that's actually hilarious and it's great for content as a content creator you having the death mic call of duty with their death mic when you kill somebody and you get somebody just to rage on you for that like oh you cheater or whatever that's split second content that yeah that split second you know you get that i think that'd be something that would be hilarious to have your mama bye (laughs) (laughs) yeah right you know i think that'd be great for you know how many people would catch me slipping on that shit (laughs) (laughs) as soon as they come that bitch like (laughs) i mean that would be great i will say like uh hearing from a couple of buddies that have played the game that are really into competitive gaming and such it is weird to picture a competitive game without mics like valorant without mics rainbow six siege without microphones you know like every competitive game that we see out there even league of legends has team mic overwatch yeah overwatch like it's actually very weird to imagine a competitive setting without the microphone right now i'm not saying because you know they need to have ranked or they need to have you know like or encourage a competitive environment but people will find the competitiveness in the environment and people stay for that competitiveness you know even though they might not be an official ranked or anything like that i actually wonder if that's even in their radar or if they even want to do we know like have they gone on record saying yay yay or nay officially about it because i know you've been an avid like person pushing that yeah yeah, I, well, I'm just always a team player, so I want to be able to talk to anybody that's on my team. And I'm all about promoting, you know, helping people out. Like, I, I hate texting in the game. I hate, like, sitting there typing, hitting enter, and then typing something, and then, like, okay, whatever. Uh, I had a match the other night, was playing with Goose, and there was, like, my support. I just, like, I needed a message, hey, stop shooting minions. And I, like, I hated doing it, but I, well, well I'm dead now. Let me, let me message this up. I could easily just calmly tell the guy, hey, man, I know you got you got bangle on, so just wait for that last hit and then use your bangle. Don't hit the you know, don't you know, shoot the bang you know the minions and get them low enough to for you bring them down because it's just speeding us through the minion wave. So, anyways, I'm all about voice chat, um, but they have not a hundred percent confirmed that they were going to, but it is on their radar of looking at as a possibility. That's okay. the best I can give you. <laughs> 
So a whole lot of nothing, but giving you enough to shut up <laughs> yeah. is what I heard. Uh, sure. <laughs> it's like, hey, we can neither confirm nor deny, but we'll think about it. It's like, all right, you just told me a whole lot of fucking nothing. Oh, man. But... I mean, true enough. But no, man, like, I... I gotta say, and I don't, I don't mean to come across like in a negative light or whatnot, but it's what you do. It's, it's I, no shot, but <laughs> but I'll tell you, am I the only one that is getting a little worried for Fold as a company? Old no, I mean form. the what? what was that news? I am. Yeah. And I no, not that you're not the only one. I mean, it, the the worry picked up as soon as Overprime came out with their closed beta. Like, oh, look how close, look how close Overprime is, you know. And, and now we just recently got the announcement of uh, predecessors coming out with another stress test, you know. So, like, look how we're going to find out how close Pred is, you know. Like, we're, like we know we're faults at because we've had a hundred percent playability since. June 17th or whatever of whatever year, 2020 or whatever it was. I don't know, maybe even earlier than that. I don't know. I feel like we've been doing this forever. Um, so we've had 100% playability. This We know where they're at. We don't know where these competitors are at. And, you know, even if you don't want to admit that you're in competition with these people, you're in competition with these people. So you kind of have to be in that spot and you got to have things figured out. If they have a better plan put in place, they can easily speed past you. Well, it comes down to team size and budget, too. My bad. Menace, what were you going to say? No, I was just going to piggyback that. The momentum from these, the other two is, is, is going to start getting overbearing than whatever it is now with how, you know, the bar is set for fault and what it is now. It's, it's just getting too much. Like, my, the game that I was just playing right before I got in here, the first thing that everybody was saying in chat was, oh, I can't play power. I can't wait to play Pred, Pred this, Pred that. Um, yeah. like, like, right before we even picked the heroes, so. I mean, you could probably go yeah. through Twitch right now and see the Pred waiting rooms or whatever as the yeah. as their title for, Absolutely. as they're playing Fault. Absolutely. But, uh, I mean, Fault does have a bit of an advantage, and we've talked about it before, in that they have figured things out. They have ever we know where they are like you like 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 barry said we know where they are we don't know where pred's gonna be we don't know where overprime's gonna be overprime is just a weekend i found a lot of fucking bugs during that oh, weekend yeah. like that sort of that sort of shit like it's really fun for the weekend but once you get to playing it every day and you're like jesus christ i'm on top of these minions again and i can't fucking move right. that shit's gonna get old quick and people are gonna get pissed that's why fault needs to strike by the iron is hot now and they need to stop trying to fish it's it's just like Peter said. They need to go outside of the Paragon community and recruit there. Like the Paragon community is this small pond that everybody's trying to fish from. Right now, Predecessor has that pond. That pond belongs to Predecessor. It's time for Fault to go out to the ocean where the, where the rest of the gamers are and try and pull them in, and so that Fault can be their the game that these heroes reside in in their minds, and then they can take advantage. Like if you play Fault. They've got that gameplay loop. They've got everything down. 
they can play it and enjoy it. And when they play predecessor, maybe it's like, okay, this game still needs a little bit of work. When they play Overprime, okay, this game still needs a little bit of work. I'll stick with Fault. That's what they need to be doing. They need to strike while the iron is hot, hot because the other companies are starting to catch up to them. Yep. They, they they have not they they have built up a lead. They they should have been building up a lead. They haven't been, and that's been a, a lot of their fault and a lot of uh, things that they couldn't. Oh, I see what you did there. But yeah, but what were the other fucking options? Failure and fuck up. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like the 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 name definitely doesn't help the situation for sure. Somebody give Goose a standing ovation for how many gems he just dropped in there. <laughs> Strike the iron while it's hot. Go fish in the ocean. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> So, how, how would you guys feel about this? Because here's the thing, too. We all know Fault is very, very inspired by League of Legends, right? Yeah. Why? I, I don't disagree that it's one of those things that they, it really seems like they're trying to perfect something that will never be perfect. They're trying to perfect something that they keep adding shit to and having more to perfect every update, right? I honestly think if they did, let's say if they did go free to play as is, right? And if they launched a marketing campaign specifically targeted, let's say at League of Legends bronze players, you get me? Which is gonna be probably the majority of their community between bronze and silver, right? If they, if they do a targeted advertisement plan specifically targeting people in League of Legends that haven't gotten good enough to be like, hey, like, this is my game. I'm a diamond. I'm a platinum. Like, don't aim for those people. Aim for the people that are in bronze. Aim for the people that have been playing that shit for 10 years and are still stuck in bronze. Give them an opportunity and be like, yo, bring all that knowledge to this MOBA and be good over here, sort of vibe. You get what I'm saying? Like a new upcoming MOBA. Like, why not do that? And then just slowly I mean, work on your game. I, I think that eventually is their plan. I mean, I, again, I agree. They mean we need to step it up and, and you know strike the iron while it's hot. Um, but I don't have an issue with them making the game uh, basically League of Legends. League of Legends is. I mean, am I wrong by saying it's the top MOBA? In, no. in the genre? No, 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 not wrong. I know no, by Dota, far. I know Dota's there as well, but League Legends. So why would you not take the top one, make it the third? May take take that. It's a it's a working uh, entity, and now let's make a third person. You know, with these assets and go from there. If it, if it works there, why won't it? You know, we know third person works. We know people love it. Paragon was great. You know, like. I don't have a problem with it. I, I don't play League of Legends, so I'm not like, I don't get all butthurt because, oh, it's the same thing. It's copy paste. So I don't have that issue because I don't play it, but Goose, I, I'm okay with it. I got a question for Goose. How would you feel if they targeted League of Legends player base instead of Paragon player base? I think that's what they should have been doing all along. Okay. I mean, well, that's what they should have been doing after they kind of lost the Paragon player base, because after their initial launch, they lost the Paragon player base. Like, it became the cool thing to shit on them, like you would do with Guy Fieri or Nickelback. Like, you don't even know why you're 
fucking shit for them. You just know that everybody else does, so you're going to as well. You know what I mean? You didn't. I know you're not. I know you're not hating on his goatee. Is that a Guy Fieri thing? You Guy Fieri, like you? Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. That's what I figured. I was like, is that a Guy Fieri? This? Do we need to get him a Hawaiian shirt? Like they've lost, they they've lost the Paragon community pretty much. So they they've needed to have been going outside that particular box for a while now. Yeah, I mean, it should be right. Smite. Should be League of Legends. Smite would be a great one to target because it already is the third person. It's just adding a, another advantage to it with the verticality. Like, you know, I know a lot of Smite players that would love to come over and play games like this. You know, like it just needs to be out there. Yeah, I I think the part that worries me the most is the fact that, you know, we we're sitting here with shoulda, coulda, woulda, right? And correct me if I'm wrong, have we been doing these episodes for a year already? Oh, yeah, for sure. Has it been a year? Because I, I know we started back when they did blog post in 2021. And I know that was towards the beginning of the year. We might be on a year, on a year doing this, right? Now... I know it's a lot. So your YouTube to find all the nah, No, you're chilling. You're chilling. <laughs> Love it. But I know that fault as a MOBA, it's a long term play, right? They're not looking yeah. for winning now. They want to win five to 10 years from now. And they're fully independent. They have the financial structure and the team that they easily could outlast as long as they keep a steady flow of income. You know what I'm saying? Considering that they're like a mom and pop business at this point, or that's how they're running it. Um, okay. So before you even go any farther, yeah. How are you keeping a steady flow of income? Purchases, skins. Right. That's that's currently their only currently. steady flowing of income. So now all of a sudden, Pred and Overprime drop. And you, we're our player base right now is small as it is, right? So those other ones drop. We're gonna lose people to that to those games. I'm not saying we're gonna lose all of them, but we're gonna lose people. So the the fault diehards that are, that stick around, are they gonna be enough? Are they gonna are they gonna buy enough skins? Are they gonna you know buy you know are they gonna keep purchasing enough alt accounts like to to keep going like? You need to do something to go. That's it's going to happen, right? That that is. I'm I'm Nostradamus. I'm predicting the future. Guess what? When prod drops, we're losing player base. I'm telling you right now. Holy cow! Mark my words. It's going to happen. You need to do something to help mitigate the loss that you're going to have there. Hmm. I think it's also also worth mentioning. I don't think you're wrong that there's going to be a decline, right? I think it's worth mentioning also that it would be ignorant to assume that anybody that comes to fault from any other genre, let's say from League of Legends to fault, I think it's yep. ignorant for them to assume that that person will not find out about predecessor or overprime. Right. Because I feel like as soon as you find out about one, you slowly find out about the rest. And then the comparisons happen. And then if comparisons are happening, that's when you get opinions kicked in. And I, I hate to say it, but I'm not sure that Fault would win any of those arguments. 
Well, they could, but but again, like we're talking about with the majority of the community and how they feel, like the Paragon community. The problem is the, problem is the majority of the community is ignorant, and it goes to the situation that wrong. Mangoose said, you know, you uh, overprime. Mangoose said that you there were so many bugs that happened there. Those bugs all have to be fixed. Like there's issues with the game. We don't know of these issues because we're still in the honeymoon phase with them. All right, we get a little short tease with them. It's oh my god, I had so much fun. You know, even though there was issues, I had so much fun, and you don't even think about the issues you had because you had so much fun. All right, you play constant. You're we're out of the honeymoon phase with fall. There is no more honeymoon phase. You see these issues. You know these issues are here. And you play with them, and that's the problem. So because the rose-colored glasses for the other games, that's why they will lose that argument of what you're talking about. But if we, if all three of these games were all out 100% right now, you could keep playing them, people would find that Fall is in a better place as it is right now compared to the other two games. Easy Ed brings up a good point, too. Just as much as... You know, people learning about fault would learn about predecessor and overprime. People learning about predecessor and overprime will be learning about fault. Yes. If if those games were out and playable and fault was also free to play, I don't see why people wouldn't also try fault. And I'm sure some people would prefer it over those over predecessor mm-hmm. or overprime. Yeah, that's true. There are two there are two sides to the corn. Are appealing are appealing to three different eras of Paragon, really. And what different people expect and want out of the games. None of them will you know, ever fill everybody's. You know what needs to happen? Predecessors doing their their uh, stress test April first to April third, right? right? That next week, all the way to the next. So from that, so Monday to the next to that Sunday at midnight, they fall should do a free free week. Yeah, because everybody who played pred and wants to continue playing. They're going to have that itch. They're going to, you know, you make it free. They're going to come over. They're going to play. And then they're going to see where, where faults at. And then they'll, they'll be able to do that. Like they'll see that compared they'll they'll see that they have the issues with pred and they'll come over to fall. Like, okay, maybe those issues aren't here, whatever they may be. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause we know pred's not going to be perfect. There's no way. Let's throw a caveat in there. Don't do a major update the day before you do a, the free weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, 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 just leave it the way. Don't, don't do any more updates to that time. Please. Yes. Yes. That's a big thing. But that's so if they need to do that. So I do think other companies do strategies like that. Like they'll schedule events around the other companies or at the same time as the other companies and such. And then Fault has always tried to do their best to kind of like steer clear. But should they start doing stuff like that? Should they start be like, hey, doggy dog world, bro, we're going to do what we got to do. So exactly. It's a cold world. It's, it's it's at the end of the day, it's your competition. It, it's also at the end of the day, it's it's your job. Yeah, exactly. You know, like if I mean, I, you know, let's if Pred, let's say Pred's the winner out of this whole paragraph, parazombie race, right? SMS at that point, they can try to keep pushing, but let's just say overall, like it's bam, like now all of a sudden fault is no more. They shut down like core did, right? Well, all of a sudden, bam, it doesn't exist anymore. What are they going to do? Now those people all have to go. They, they, I know their they their ambitions are to create more games than just fault, right? That's what they want to do. But they're not going to be able to like, okay, I guess well, fault's done. Let's now just 
start from scratch on something new here and they're going to keep working like they don't have like i don't see how they would have the income to be able to continue working like that like it's your job like you have to do what you got to do to keep working yeah i i don't disagree i don't disagree at all like i'll be real with you we still got passions to go over i don't even want to go over the passions <laughs> we can though but i so wait for let, gonna make a return you'd be waiting forever neptune i'm sorry but yeah Perry, good luck on that one you know that would be funny as hell though if epic decided paragon 2.0 <laughs> like holy shit i will literally give up i'm i'm done i'm done chasing well so so i mentioned earlier the longevity point right the fact that it's a it's a long-term game or a long-term plan with all these games Mm -hmm. but it's it that's that's a weird subject to have especially when you consider size of studios a smaller studio might take longer bigger studio might be able to get to a certain point faster right like we we've mentioned before how overprime has manpower and money to skip a few steps and get to the front of that line quickly but it's one of those things that so if fault wants to survive how long is enough before they actually do free to play how long is enough until they're content because it doesn't matter how many how many times we as a community say hey we think it's free to play. Like what? Like what do you guys think it's actually stopping them? Like legit? No idea. Failure. What do you Failure mean? Failure not being able to, to learn from. Like, cause cause let's say they do it and it doesn't go as the as they're expected, and now they have a mindset. Oh well, this would never happen if we would have never went free to play. Um, just being able to learn from their mistakes probably will stop them. Interesting. So. You think maybe they're scarred by the past? Early access launch, for example, um, their original season pass, key releases, etc. Like they've, I mean, I can tell by this year alone that they've learned from those mistakes in the past, right? But that's why I wonder even more. Like they've learned from mistakes in the past. So why does it feel like they're still like timid? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think they're timid because of the mistakes in the past. But, which I get. But shouldn't there be, like, shouldn't, and I guess that really comes down to leadership and different roles, et cetera, right? But even with mistakes in the past, shouldn't part of it be, hey, we can prove that we've done better and let's keep on moving forward? Because at this point, I I just can't, it doesn't matter who I talk to, I cannot see a valid argument for game isn't ready for free to play. Besides maybe a tutorial, like an actual playable tutorial, I guess that argument could be made, but you don't need that officially. Right. No, I mean, I think we've, you know, Mangus has been out there saying it. he's been wanting free to play like way before. And I think since 13, they're at now, you know, I think that the point they're at now, I would say since 15, I was like free to play is definitely like, we can go free to play right now. It's, it's, it's in a good spot, you know? Um, I, yeah, something needs to happen. Something needs to change. 
Ooh, Xor brought up something amazing. Like, you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. That's an amazing old saying. But it's like, yo, you're gonna fuck up sometimes. That shit's bound to happen. Like, shit will go south. Like, it, what the, what separates you as a company is how you overcome and adapt to certain situations, right? And we've seen Strange Matter as a company progress over time. They're definitely not the same company back when EA started. They made leaps and strides. And to Mangus's point, that also does kind of separate them apart a little bit because they've gotten used to what a live service game is. Not like the other companies where it's just like for the weekend and they're like, okay, hold on, there's more shit. Like we even saw Overprime had to delay their early access because there was more shit that they found out that, hey, we got to work on some more shit before that. So we're going to push this back. Sorry, which is totally understandable. But Strange Matter has been there through that, considering that they came out earlier than the rest, right? As far as a playable paid version, because I, I guess you could say Overprime was playable in the beginning, right? But Fault has been live service for a good little minute. They definitely have that ahead of them. Like, I, I really feel like the whole Fault being free to play, like, hey, Fault's the only one you can play. That shit's starting to run thin. And especially since we have other competitors doing weekend events, it really is going to get down to the point that people are going to be like, oh, but that was just a weekend. That wasn't free to play. And they're going to be like, I don't give a fuck. I can't wait for the next weekend. You get me? Like, it's easy for people to get into those mentalities. So it's, I don't know if they're waiting for a marketing manager. I'm not sure if it might be something more internal. Maybe they're, they're waiting for Unreal Engine 5. I Maybe we'll never know, right? But I really just can't help but sit here and like, I'm like, yo, I just wish we had a little bit more insight. I love the dev blogs because they gave us insight, right? But right. those aren't really a thing anymore. You get me? Like, we don't really get too much insight from the team. We don't really know, like, hey, these are these are the things that we want. We don't have anything like a roadmap. We don't have any goals that they're trying to reach besides marketing and free-to-play eventually. But we've been told that already for half a year, officially, since they started mentioning it, right? Right. So... so <sighs> I don't know, man. I like. I hate to be on a on a more serious note, right? Because typically these are a little bit more, you know, happy. I guess you could say, right? Right. But I, I just can't help it. I honestly, honestly can't help it. Do you guys have anything to add as far as that subject? Uh, Free to play. Well, my, 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 my only in general, their progression and their fears of progressing. Which what seems like I, I, I would love to see I would love to see free to play or yeah free to play excuse me um, how I don't know how they're going to do it or when or necessarily why but I think bringing in new people to have some new new fresh set of eyes on the game would definitely help so I, I just don't personally know how to get there especially if if paying for the game isn't their main source of revenue then you know I would just get rid of it open up the door for a different opportunity with, with bringing them free to play. Hmm. I what, think, if, uh, what if that is the main uh, source of revenue? Sorry. Oh, go ahead. 
Say again. Hold on, hold on to that roadmap thought. But what if the entry is their main source of revenue, which I can't confirm, right? But what if that is their main source of revenue? What if they're maybe worried that hey, if we go free to play, we'll we'll lose our biggest form of income? What then? It's, it's definitely a, a gray area. That now you got to figure out how you're going to be able to still make that that revenue through a different channel, if you will. Um, but like, yeah, that pain to play is like a a gate to the heavens, if you will. Not 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 to make it religion based or anything like that, but to get some people in here, it's it's stopping a lot. I I, I personally know a lot of people who just don't want to play the the ten what ten bucks it is now. Um, for a game at its current state, right? I don't. I'll be real with you. I don't want to pay ten bucks for any game. Like there are so there are. So, I mean, you know this specifically. You were like, "Hey, play Phasmophobia with me." I'm like, yeah. I'm, bro, "I'm broke. I'm not paying no twelve bucks." What do you mean? <laughs> like, there's a lot of people that feel that way, and especially when we have such a gaming market that's saturated by really good free to play games. It yeah. it's a tough sell. Like even ten dollars. People are expecting a lot out of ten dollars nowadays, and this is a, under the assumption that they don't understand it's early access. They don't understand it's still a work in progress, et cetera. Right? Like people, they, people's value of the dollar has gone a lot. Sorry, go ahead, Goose. If they, if they lose that revenue stream, then yeah, they'll be in deep shit because they won't be able to make improvements to the game, pay the people that they need to pay, what have you. But the alternative is a slow death. They need to take a risk now take that leap, go free to play and see if they can survive off of microtransactions alone because that's the way that they're going to have to make money afterwards. It's either a slow death or you fucking try now and, and succeed. Mm, sink or swim? Sink, sink or swim. They're going out of hitting gem right there. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing too is like, I think the biggest people that don't play fault but criticize fault like I was talking about earlier, their biggest crit, um, criticism is that people call it a, a greedy cash grab. Never mind that, okay, yeah, Fault is selling their product to the community, whereas predecessors sold their product to a bunch of outside investors. Um, Overprime sold their product to Netmarble. Like, that money is going to come back out of the player's pocket sooner or later, some way or another. Like, oh, yeah. I, that's a good point. Why people call fault a greedy cash grab because they're selling their product directly to the community i don't get that at all however that is the criticism that's keeping people away from the game if they go free to play that criticism is off the table it is now free to play you know what it might actually be a good motivator too because imagine they go free to play they don't have that income right that revenue source wouldn't that actually motivate them to start pumping out skins more regularly? Right? Yeah. Instead of this, like, okay, so the last skin that we got was Decker? Four skins every four weeks. I can't, I can't with you, bro. Just because he said four skin, I'm done. Um, <laughs> wait, so... Yeah, like, I, I will say, their, their skin game... That's a weird way to say it, but their their content. <laughs> fuck! How do I even fucking word this? Um, all right, so the the cosmetics that they've provided. There we go. Them creating cosmetics has gotten a lot better, but they're definitely it definitely seems to be the slower 
part of their creation process. Am I the only one that thinks that? Actually sitting here in retrospect, looking at everything, like, I feel like they're introducing heroes faster than they're introducing skins at this point. I don't Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, they, they are, because they're not introducing skins, but like, I don't... We, we it's perceived as slower because you don't see what's happening. Like, they can okay. just have a page of just fucking skins ready to drop at the at, at the drop of a hat. Like, literally just bam. Here's all these well, skins. It's likely it's if they're ramping up for a season pass or something, yeah. Right. You know, so there could be something like that. They, they already, like, like, that's what I like. And that's something they could do. Like, literally just a little thing they could do and just like, here you go. This is what we got going on. And that's what Overprime does. They have a little work in progress tab in their Discord and they just show you, look at this skin we're working on look at this skin we're working on you know and they just show you that stuff and it would sh- just show off what um i'm blanking on his name the art guy i can't think of his name right now art bang? he's always art bang? art bang thank you oh my yeah. gosh i feel bad he's always the in my art chat. guy <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry art bang um you know it just show off his his talent and what he's got you know like you don't got to put everything out there, but give us something like you. They were doing it before with with uh, the golf Severog skin, the, the vacation skin, you know, and just show us some things like look what we got going here and go back to showing that. Yep. Any new skin concept, I have to go strictly in Discord to see. And that's that's if it's from the SMS team, but. The, the hype for those skins was definitely there, at least. Panda bear and like you said, several. You're muted, Vegas. Oh, <laughs> and his, his mouth was talking. <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying, I like the way Chad's thinking with the uh, swimsuit skins. I think, right? Like, go go full on with that. Go full nude, but it can't just be the women though. We gotta have Big Don Kwong. <laughs> yeah, Big Don Kwong. <laughs> That's what I'd be giggling. So, so we're going to have fault only fan skins. Yeah. F O F. My pay 10 hands for that. <laughs> so, um, eh, weird. So, to go what I was talking about, like the um, roadmap, I think they need to have not a, a, they need to have a rendition of a roadmap uh, and something that doesn't have dates, but just something that shows goals. And then something that shows completions, you know, just having that. There's so I just just go sit in Gen Chat, and you you'll see you know someone sit in Gen Chat from like 11 a.m. to like 1 p.m. Not really just sit in there, but like you know to go in there check it once in a while. You'll see there's new people coming in. Hey, is there a roadmap for this? No, there's no roadmap. <laughs> you know, and like like that's like just to show the new like, to have them to see oh it's coming out. Like, oh, this is this is what they intend on doing. That you know, just have something like that. it doesn't have to have a date, it doesn't say that hey, we're gonna have 30 heroes by the you know, this date, you know, and, and they're stuck to it. You know, don't put a date on it. There's that's the worst thing you can do, but just give us your goal. This is what we this is what we want. This is end goal. Like, I think they need to have something like that. They need to come out and have a little tiny roadmap or something, a rendition of that. I don't know, man. Like, I, I really do feel, and I could be totally wrong in saying this, right? Disclaimer. But I really do feel like Fault has 
been complacent because they've been the only one out. I feel like Fall has purposely tried to just kind of keep doing their own thing, which in my opinion is like blissful ignorance, you know? And I think that even though that bubble is getting thinner and thinner and is it's about to pop, like they're still like, oh, you know what? We're fine. We're just doing our own thing. Like, hey, you know what? We're still, hey, like, you know, we're not worrying. We're, we got a lot planned. Because I feel like every time that we hear out of, out of Strange Matters, they have a lot planned, right? So what it... What could Fault do as far as community engagement? Let's do this. What could Fault do as far as community engagement to help get the community closer to the spot they need? Can we focus on that for a bit? What can they do? Community engagement to help get us in there. What could they start doing as far as community engagement? Let's start throwing ideas out there. I'd love to read a couple from the chat as well. They could have uh, um, a poll. Uh, you know, put out a community poll of, of what the community wants to see. You know, next, next. You know, like yeah, pretty like you know, maybe not like tomorrow, but like what what's the next thing you want to see? You know, we, they've done they haven't done it in a while, but like the hero poll. You know, dude, let's get a hero on the next hero poll. Let's get a, a, a just the next overall and put put a couple things on there. You know that that they they already plan on doing. You know that they know they want to put a map. I wouldn't say the map because I don't think the map's even ready, right? But you know they know they want to do a couple things, so put them on there. Like all right, and then just put it on the poll, and then also leave a fill-in option, and let's fill the poll out. You know, hey, I would rather see this. I would rather have this. I'd rather, and then just like, and then show the results of that poll. This is what we. This is what you guys are. This is where it is. Like. 52% of you wanted this, you know, 2% of you, you know, Menace and, and, you know, Windu wanted this for some reason. What about you, Menace? Community engagement ideas. Uh, community engagement. I'm, like everything I could think of has probably been used. I'm, I'm trying to think of something new that that's, that we haven't seen before. And I just can't think just yet. Well, like, it doesn't necessarily would you be able to think of it <laughs> i mean maybe but but here's the thing like just just because they fourth dimension right like they've done multiple things in the past that doesn't mean they're actively doing but that doesn't mean they are going to do those options again right so it's okay to mention things that they've done before yeah. and it's also okay to mention those things they've done before because those things they've done before could be something beneficial again you know to redo it you know right. um goose how about you i would like to see a trello like you see from a lot of the other studios like some sort of tracking thing that i mean as you mentioned people in the discord looking for a roadmap create a trello and stick to it so that people can see what is on the horizon what is being worked on what has been completed and what has been accomplished that sort of thing and it would just—it might just be a good tool for them to organize themselves. I can see that. I mean, even switching things over. Tool they're using, 
they need to let us see at least a little bit of it. Right. Because even moving stuff to the completed portion would definitely give people something to talk about. You know? Yep. Yeah. Auto in the chat says some art contests going on. He actually said a couple things here, but he mentioned art contests or creator contests in general. You know, that's something that they re- actually like they're slacking in and they re- they really should pick that up. A creator contest, like best clips, you know, best video, best tutorial. Best yeah. video search. Let's shout out Alsasa real quick. Can you go to uh, Faults uh, SMS's Discord? Um, I did see these. They actually really good. Good concept. Go to Concept Vault. Nope, not Concept Vault. Where's it at? Art Vault. Sorry, Art Vault. And pull up that picture. Can you pull that up on uh, on stream? It's a, a bunny countess skin. Yep. It looks pretty badass. Yep. I'll put it full screen right now. Goose is so, a little excited. Watch out now. Hey, Goose is smiling. <laughs> <laughs> it does look good, though. Yeah, I saw these today. Uh, yeah, I, that's a great counter skin. I feel like Goose has so many jabs he wants to throw right now, like puns or jokes. He's going <laughs> to say something. <laughs> it does look good, though. Whoa. Yeah, like, like the, that, that whole, like, um, Chandler urine has stuff all over it that they yeah. could that they could be posting out. Like it, it really is a lot. You could do that with skins. You know, I have an art contest for skins. You could do it. Uh, you got uh, Marco. Uh, let's see, concept. Let me see. I'm gonna make sure I'm messing names. Yeah, yeah, Marco. <laughs> uh, and Black Tim's. There are they literally just spam the concept vault like with uh, different item ideas. Right. You could have like an item contest. Hey, you know, design an item and, you know, we'll pick, you know, uh, out of this item, out of these items, which one goes into the game or whatever, you know, and you might be able to get an item that you created in the game. Now, that'd be something you get a community involvement in. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a really good point, because we got to remember also that a lot of the current staff members were community members specifically in the art department were community members that were posting right and then eventually we got brought onto the team right i definitely don't think that they should stop reaching out to the community right because i'll be real like some of these are fire. like look at alsace's uh guitar like a, a guitar bass hero where there's like his guitar is like a like a weapon, like an axe almost and shit like that. Like, that's just dope. What? Tegan? That's a uh, elite torn chieftain from Years of the Storm as a yeah, guitar yep. that he uses yep. as an axe. Oh well, there you go. I'm I'm pretty sure uh, Darius has a skin too in League of Legends where he literally just swings around a guitar. But but yeah, man, like. I, I'm not against that. That's that's a really good idea. Like, actually just have art contests, a skin contest. Just more contests in general to promote engagement and stuff like that. But it really is, I really should organize it to where it's like, hey, submit your shit here and have people vote for it here. You know? 
because it's like, hey, this person uploaded on Facebook. Most of the community didn't ever saw it. That person uploaded on you on YouTube. And, you know, most of the community never saw it. Like having in a localized area where it can officially get posted and voted for. I mean, hell, you could even do it on on the fault Reddit. To be like, hey, post it on the fault Reddit. People will up thumbs up that shit as it is when you go in there. Yep. Like there's there's methods out there. They don't have to reinvent the wheel. Just use somebody else's carriage, you know. But they they that's a great idea. That's a great idea, and it would give a lot of love. Oh, wrong page, Lamar. It would give a lot of love to creators out there that are doing their best or. Just wanting to get noticed. Like, there's a lot of people out there that really should get a little bit more love than they're getting right now. You know, that'd be that's a great idea. Well, I think like with as like the uh, if we're talking about like the items, like I said, if you would put it, you know, if you want to create an item, you know, like you could have have them submit it right, and then out of all the submissions, SMS could like pick, like hand pick, like the five that they would be okay with putting in the game, right, mm-hmm. and then pick those five right and then they could put those five into a poll on all of their socials right and then they get voted for on those socials and they just combine all of the you know all right which are it got five votes on facebook it got six votes on on reddit it got seven votes on on instagram whatever and then you just combine them and like all right total total counts here we go you know and then this is this is the winning item that you know is going to be put in the game because it got a total vote of this you know, and then that way you can have it span out because I don't use Reddit. I do have Reddit, but I don't use it. So I wouldn't be the one. I'd be the one that'd be left alone. Like, okay, I guess I'm not voting for this. Or I would actually vote for it because it'd be cool to have that. But I'm saying like, there's people don't use Reddit. So to have put it all on all socials, that would be the way to do it. And then you could just combine everything. Combine. I gotcha. I was just trying to make it easier because they could share the Reddit oh, link on all socials and just make their lives easier that you way can. too. You can, but you know, when you don't have a Reddit and you click on that link, it, it's a pain in the ass. You become a random user or whatever. Like it's just, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's like that for a lot of websites. Created, yeah. <laughs> that's why I created a Reddit. Just so I was like, this is annoying as hell. So. Hmm. But yeah, man, I, I'll, I'll be real with you. I'm just going to attach the patch notes to the end of it. And you know, like I'll I'll record a separate video, <laughs> and then just add that to the end of the video, and just have it, you know, the timestamp and whatnot. But yeah, man, I we have to go over the patch notes. But let's talk about Crunch. What are you guys' thoughts? Maybe not you, Windu, because you've only had one AI match. What are you yeah. guys' thoughts on Crunch's stun duration? Okay. Um, longest shit. You think so? Listen, wait till you get hit by it and then hit by his <laughs> other stun. He like, God damn, I could go use the bathroom to come back before I'm, you know, free. So, now, so is it the one stun that's too long or is it the fact that he can double stun? No, no, it's the, if you lead off with the empowered stun into um, recrunching into the regular stun, that's when it gets, it gets pretty bad. And that's probably my go-to combo, to be honest, whenever I'm engaging, because it's it's a long-ass stun. This is, what, pushing two seconds? So maybe over two seconds? As per the hotfix patch notes, right crunch, which is the stun, stun duration was reduced 
from 1, 1 1.2, 1.4, 1.6, 1.8 to 1, one second at all levels. Okay. Nowhere on here does it tell you what the empowered duration is. Was it on the release one? No. I think it's see it there either. Well, it would be different because it's a knockup, right? Well, yeah, what's I, mean, I don't know what it is. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no anybody in chat got fall open. You can tell us on the learn tab or something. <laughs> so Ooh. it says, all right, so deals so right crunch deals 65 to 20, 240 uh, physical damage to target and stuns them for 0.5 seconds. Deals 25% additional damage and knocks up uh, the stuns target, the stun target for one to 1.8 seconds. So it's supposed to be a point. I mean, I'm guessing by what I'm reading here, a regular stun is 0.5 seconds. And then okay. now the hot fix took it from that one to 1.8 is now one at all levels. So it should be a 0.5 and then the empowered is just one second. Mm. So at you know, most, you should be stunned for 1.5 seconds if you do the go in with an empowered and then hit him with a recrunch and have it be just a normal uh, a stunt. That would be 1.5 seconds. But people are saying that you're uh, like, because of the knockup, not counting as the stun, that's your, your, you know, the, the animation of the knockup takes forever. Then you come down, now you're stunned for a second, and then you get recrunched. So then you get the stun. It, it literally lasts longer than it's actually supposed to. People are saying it's like, literally you just sit like, there's, that's the biggest yeah. complaint that I'm seeing about crunch. Uh, that, that, stun duration is way too long well can i just say too like one of the reasons that crunch was control back in the paragon days is because he could only empower once he unlocked his recrunch his ultimate giving him the ability to empower Afrit now means he's much more viable much more deadly early on like you literally don't even need his full kit and you can empower you get me He's still weak early game jungle wise, though, if you try and yeah. take him in the jungle. Like, he'll lose to pretty much every other jungler if they invade him. You're talking about, like, because he doesn't, like, maybe his clear isn't the same. He's squishy at the same time. Sustain. Sustain. Yeah, no, no health regen, no shields of any kind. Um, you know, his damage is pretty, is, it is weak. That's the way it was in Paragon Asian Kid the his e used to just slow and then yeah. empowered would be a stun yeah but I, what is it like his forward crunch now slows when you land it yeah which it used to not do anything but that's so weird you catch up to them and slow them at the same time yeah yeah dude like you you're literally stuck in place <laughs> with all that being said like i've talked about this is going to be a problem for a lot of people when they play any of these games is the 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 hero now doesn't match what they remember in Paragon. And that's been my problem with Crunch. I played the dog shit out of Crunch in Paragon. And like I said, I've only got about seven or eight games of him in Fault. He just doesn't feel the same to me, which there's other heroes that I enjoy playing in Fault, so I just play them instead. I thought I was going to enjoy Crunch a hell of a lot more. He just doesn't feel the same. Like, he was always um, a bit more bruisier, in Paragon yeah. than some of the other options that you had for like offlane and tech or uh, or jungle. Mm -hmm. but now he's he, he seems like he's just more just straight damage, um, and he's got a lot more disruption now. I I don't know. 
he just doesn't feel the same to me. And just with that big ass hitbox, I think he should probably deal a little less damage than he does now, but be a little tougher. So let me ask you, when you say he doesn't feel the same to you, you're just literally talking about the, the uh, how he does damage bruiser to compare to uh, just damage, uh, you know, here. Because uh, the fluidity, the fluidity of his moves and everything, it feels great. Yes, and I just wanted to do that. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to make sure you're talking about two different things there because I think, uh, I think SMS did a great job with how he feels. We thought uh, yes. Fang Mao, Fang Mao came out really good. I think Crunch is better than Fang Mao in my opinion with how the fluidity of his of his abilities and everything that goes together. There is still that bug that I was calling the Elden Ring bug, where every once in a while you'll hit and it'll just like it completely interrupts what you're doing. Like it, right. it's like your fist yeah. bounces off of people, which sucks, but I'm sure that'll be fixed in time. But yeah, the fluidity of crunch, his implementation is really good. I have no problem with crunch. He just, when I play him, it doesn't match my memories of playing crunch and Paragon, which right. I don't think is a bad thing. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Other right. people will enjoy him. I'm just probably not going to, play a lot of crunch like i did in paragon i'll just move on to other heroes i'll just play i never played gideon in paragon i played the shit out of him in fault now even though i'm really hit or miss on gideon like i'll have one game on gideon where i'm just fucking moonwalking and breakdancing on the enemy team and <laughs> killing whoever the fuck i want to and then the very next game i can't hit narbash with a right click like i don't know what the fuck is up with me and gideon but anyway that's all another story <laughs> so you know i'm actually curious about your point of view there because we've always more contemplated and theorized theorized about individuals that join the game the characters are different and they are off put by that right mm -hmm. being in that position now and now and then you know try to put in, try to put your uh, yourself in the shoes of somebody that picked up fault to play crunch because it's the only game right now that has crunch and you felt that way is it smart to change the characters like that or should they be going for a little bit of a safer route with the old kits on these characters and then experiment when they make their own? We had, bring it discussion, up. we had discussion an hour and 15 minutes ago. We're not, we shouldn't be casting this pond, you know, this net into the Paragon pond. Right. Like we need to, like you need to create the characters how you want to be in your game. And if that person comes and plays crunch and maybe doesn't love, it doesn't feel the same to that person, they still might end up liking the changes, you know, but you okay. also got to create the game. You got to create the hero to fit the game you are creating on how you feel it goes. You can't create, recreate Paragon. Paragon failed for a reason. We're not trying to recreate Paragon here. And that's the way it needs to go. You, you have to create the game how you want it. Um, it's the same thing with Overprime. When I went and played Overprime and I played Revenant, and Revenant has that, like, you literally, one of your abilities is to reload. And, and you have to reload, with Paragon, yeah. With Paragon, it was an automatic. Once you shot your full shot, you're reloading as it is. And the, now the whole thing, you had to build uh, attack speed so that you could, you could you reload faster, right? That was your thing. But if that was your downplay with Revenant, was your reload. Like, you shot your four, now you're, you're basically stuck in water. Like, okay, I can't do anything until I reload all right, now I can start shooting again. Like now I have, if you're like sitting there shooting, if you don't hit that ability to hit the, you know, so I didn't like it, it didn't feel right to me. So I went on and played uh, Scud more instead. Um, but it, it, you would just move on to a different character. And, and I, it's not like I was like, well, 
rub it if it feels different. I'm done playing. I'm going to go on and play something else. You just move on to a different character. So if they picked up Fall to play Crunch and they realize, all right, this Crunch doesn't feel right, but the game runs smooth, game plays smooth. I like the game. Let me try out. I haven't played Greystone in a while. Let me go play Greystone and then go play them instead. So it still gets the person into the game. I will say with Crunch coming out, I'm seeing a lot more uh, big body comps, uh, Steel, Richters. Steel and Crunch on the same team is pretty, pretty nice. Oh, God, yeah. And and maybe that's because now, now we got a quote-unquote character that can play jungle with a lot of mobility with those dashes, and people are more prone to play, play those melee supports um, for, like, those ganks and whatnot. But, yeah, man, this... Like my last game, it was all all big bodies and a mage and a carry, and it, it felt it felt pretty good considering how squishy crunch is. It was is. a thick thick lobby with three C's. Yeah, <laughs> exclamation point. But yeah, <laughs> interesting. I mean, I I totally get what you're saying because it it really does come back to that, and that that's a good point. Kudos to you to bring that back up. It's like, hey, you don't necessarily have to tailor to the Paragon audience, right? But I will say that would then go hand in hand to what we also talked about earlier. It's like, hey, it's okay if you don't make him like the crunch everybody knows and loves, right? But right. it's 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 also kind of like shooting yourself in the foot if the only people that are finding out about these game are the the hardcore Paragon lovers that want crunch. Like you, re- you really should like get focus on getting. I don't know, like, what is it? Like a, like a two to one ratio, at least for every one Paragon fan that you get, try to get at least two League of Legends fans to try the game, maybe. Hey, like go, that go, outside, go outside MOBAs too. Like go to like other third person games, go to Overwatch. I mean, yeah, that's just like considered that. MOBA, isn't it? it no, no, it's not a MOBA. Was it not? I thought it was. <laughs> like, no, not officially. Like Whatever. Well, yeah. I mean, that's interesting, but I, I definitely feel like finding a target demographic that likes destiny 2 would also be very very tricky you know i feel like you get better crossover if you target like overwatch for example because at that point it's a similar team objective based combat with abilities and such right and verticality yeah they they got a lot of a lot of concepts on a lot of cool (laughs) concepts on there (laughs) Every character has two two possible ultimates like that. I mean, it don't get more variety than that. <laughs> well, I think that's a great like they're a good game to learn from where it, where it comes to like, hey, it's not about how complex you make it. Sometimes sometimes keeping it simple can be a tool, you know, like, for example. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it can be a tool wrong, though. Because HOTS is just as complex as League of Legends. It's just the complexity comes from stuff outside of the League of Legends box. It comes from the mm-hmm. 80 different maps you can play on. Yeah. I, I love that. that that's probably... You, you show up to a map, and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Yeah, I, I love that. that every map is... There's a lot of different maps, and every map has a different objective that could help turn the battle. It's not just OP buff. Right. But the actual playing of the character, no matter the no matter the map being different, it, it it is more simplistic. It is it to me. It's 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 what Paragon was after version forty two when you had the three card system. It, it, you're not having to go in and get you know all these different items, and you're trying to build this situation. Not you know, and you have to now you have to understand all these items. That's 
that's challenging for somebody that doesn't know what a MOBA is, don't know what you know what they're doing when it comes to that regard. Hots is pretty easy. Pick one of these three. All right. All right. Now you get next level up. Pick one of these three. All right. And then you get to pick your two, you know, one of your two uh, ultimates, you know. So it, it is more simplistic there in that regard. And I think the MOBAs that I've played besides Hots, it's definitely a little more. It's it, the skill base is a lot higher when it comes to that. Is, it, is this going to be a, a Hots podcast now or is it a Hots cast? <laughs> It's a hot steak. Uh, I think I think false complexity borrows a lot from the League of Legends complexity and like knowing sure. when stuff spawns, knowing where to place a ward, knowing when to place a ward, knowing mm-hmm. when to rotate, that sort of thing. Right. Knowing how to build certain heroes, that sort of all right. that all that crap. With nope. the added complexity of a third person playstyle where you actually have to aim a lot of the, a lot of your stuff. Instead of right-clicking but, on someone. But the adding the ability of uh, uh, kind of like combining them, like taking all of that, what you just said, keeping it what we got, but taking something small from HOTS, and I say small, but it'd still be a big deal, and having multiple ultimates, you get to pick, all right, hey, you level six now. <laughs> you get to pick well, this ultimate or this ultimate. Which one do you want? Well, if you combine HOTS with Paragon, then you have Gigantic, and Gigantic also failed. <laughs> yeah. But did Gigantic have the multiple ultimates? Yeah. Okay. And the, it, gigantic work just like if just like we're saying, if you combine hots with Paragon, you had gig, you had gigantic with okay. a cell shaded art style. The reason gigantic failed was a, a lot like Paragon. It was just corporate bullshit that brought them down more than the actual game itself. So you're saying they had gigantic issues? They did. <laughs> I hate them. Ah. Uh, I will say this, uh, during the dev stream, I did not like how Crunch was presented. Um, okay, asked, let's talk about that. Yeah, somebody asked Soph in the question. Um, I can't remember who or exactly what the question was, but it revolved around how do I build Crunch? And the response was, oh, you could build them like this, you could build them like that, you could build them full mage, assassin, like I didn't like that at all. I had last thing I want is a character that I can build any type of way and, you know, think it's going to work. And still, still right now, there's people doing like uh, full blue crunch or, you know, half blue, half green, whatever the case is. Um, I don't know. I, I felt like it was real, like beating around a bush. Like, I don't want to say he doesn't know what to say, but that's what the impression I was getting. Interesting. I don't know if you guys picked that up when you were watching that. I've heard uh, I, I, not just you say that, too. Yeah, because he, he literally said you could build him as an assassin. You could build him as a tank. Tank crunch doesn't work. Uh, I tried it so many times. It doesn't work unless for some reason you're just well off your head. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I just didn't like that presentation where, where Fang Bao or, like, Gadget. Gadget was the, the first, quote-unquote, uh, artillery mage, and they stuck by that. Um, you know, that pipeline. But, but like Fang Mao was a duelist, for example. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they didn't do that with Crunch. Um, Interesting. Why my, fir- my first game, I went full tank and I got slaughtered. Like, no chance whatsoever. Hmm. What about the the rest of it, too? Because I, I can get the whole, like, hey, maybe like that one question didn't get answered clearly. It could happen, right? 
but was the rest of the um of the dev stream like was it decent were, were there a couple of areas like that they would you would suggest to improve mm, i mean that they did get i feel like it might have been rushed a little bit like like there were bits and pieces where they were saying like we're trying to show this or we're trying to show gameplay let's let's go on to this um they did take the time to get some questions in, which was nice as far as how many and who. Uh, I didn't really look into that specifically, but. Um, I, I was a little bothered by the questions. Literally, wow. somebody spammed in like eight questions and they mm-hmm. went over almost every one of their questions when I know there was other questions that got skipped when this person got all their questions answered is like you i'm sorry but if you spam in eight questions i'll i'm gonna get to your question then i'm I'm gonna alternate and if i have time to get to all the questions great but if i don't have time like somebody like this one person asked one question they got left out because we don't have time to answer any more questions but this person got all their questions answered correct me if i'm wrong don't they say that the moderators are the ones watch i hate them Correct. Uh, <laughs> don't they say that the moderators are the ones watching the chat and picking out the questions for them to answer? Uh, they have you. Uh, they they let you know before the even the dev stream even happens um, that there is a um, a group chat or something inside of the Gen Chat that you can post your questions, and then the moderators will pass that along to the dev stream so they can read from it, um, and then they will also let them know in the in the dev stream that hey let them know and then they can put they can basically copy and paste that into that same question i think so it was already pre-populated questions before the dev stream even happened okay gotcha yeah so see i i didn't notice that in particular because i wasn't i wasn't so focused on who was asking the questions i was just listening to i only know because i went and read all the questions that were that were posted by said Mm -hmm. person and then when I'm listening to all these questions being answered, one like one for one, I'm like, literally, that's okay. They're just going to write down all of these questions, you know. And then you get to the end of it. Okay, well, we're done asking. You know, we're done answering the questions because we're getting time. We're going to switch over, play some games, whatever, blah blah. You know, yeah. and that's it's like, well, now those people, you know, because when, not everybody's in Discord. Not everybody is participating in Discord and putting those questions. So when they go to the dev stream. And they ask that question because, hey, we're doing a Q&A. Let me put my question in now. They don't get to answer because you spent all your time answering the other questions that were already pre-populated for discourse. I think I also think that could have been the time to to drop some some goose eggs on, you know, what's what's coming up down the line. Um, I can't eggs goose? <laughs> yeah, he's definitely yeah, he, he's got a couple up there right now as old as me. Um, but <laughs> um, yeah, just use that opportunity to to maybe say some stuff to, I guess you know keep people interested, keep them enticed with with what's going. On. Did they did they did they talk about anything upcoming at all? Like any teasers for the future? I don't remember anything notable? I can't in particular. I don't know. Maybe you guys might have heard some. I was at work. I wasn't really able to pay that much attention. They said something about replay. Somebody asked a question about when's it going to be a replay system. They said something about that. I don't even know what they said. Uh, There was one question I remember. Like somebody asked um, for queue times. You know how we have like current time and an estimated time. They were saying if we could add a 
like how many players are like waiting to like right next to that, which I thought might be pretty pretty neat. You know, uh, know if you're waiting for one more person or five other people. Yeah, hmm. I think that'd be great to have. Yeah. You know, if you got if you got seven people in queue, you know you got seven people in queue. All right, we got we're waiting for three more. You know, like that'd be good to have. You know, right now you're in queue. You're like, okay, I know there's us two because we're teamed up together. Other than that, I know we're waiting for eight more people. Like, I mean, wouldn't that be a double edged sword though? Having a system where you can see those values because like there's this game that i play right that the it doesn't tell you specifics but it tells you how many players are online right now playing right and i've been on the game where 1300 players were online but then i've been on at certain times and it's like hey only 200 players are online and it it is it can be encouraging and both discouraging when you look at it and you're like damn this game doing bad? How come there's only 200 players? You know? Right. Like, that is a double-edged sword to keep information like that. I think it would be cool if they at least added, like, a personal queue sort of vibe. It's like, hey, like, looking for a match, like, and it slowly populates. You remember how Paragon had it back in the day when it officially found you a lobby? It would you would see these ten little squares and they would slowly fill up as somebody readied up. You remember that? Is, but is that not what we we're talking about? Well, similar, but in the in this case, it only showed up when it already found you a lobby. You get what I'm saying? It's not the same as hey, we're trying to search for players. It fit like seven out of ten are there. we we still need three more players. That'd be a little bit different. Because at that point, like, imagine you're queuing, you need three more players. How many people are going to leave because there aren't even 10 players in the queue? I, I will say this. Uh, the queue system I'm most fond of is, I don't know if you guys played Smite recently, but Smite's queue system, I absolutely love it. Like, it tells you how long, it, it look, before you even select queue, it's already counting down before the next, the next match starts. It could be a minute 30, and as long as you click within that minute 30, you're going to get in that game. So it's pre, pre-telling you how long you have to wait. It will not go past it. Um, it might, if somebody disconnects, and that's a different thing, it'll just reset you and prioritize you. But I, was, I think you need players to be able to have a system like that. But, um, yeah, this, uh, I would like to see something like that. Sounds like it'd be easy way to have stream snipers. They're, or would that be stream smiters? I, just, I can't. <laughs> I, I don't know when to take this guy serious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, anybody that's worried about stream sniping can just stream with all the delay and stuff, right? Right. I, 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 I don't know. I don't see an issue... Like right now, we have an issue of nobody, like nobody queuing up NA because we don't know when NA is going to happen. So everybody's over in EU, right? But if we had that, all right, we got seven, and then we also have the chat ability. Hey guys, seven in NA queue. We need three more. Get the hell out of EU. Get over here. You know, like that would just it'd be easier to be. You, know, you can't just we can, we can hit QNA, QNA, but like all right, how you got one person spamming QNA? Is that one person? I'm not going to leave my EU queue if there's only one person over there wanting a Q&A. 
So if you know, hey, we got seven in queue, just like the SA guys, you know, the, the South American guys, you know, hey, yeah, they'll go around jumping into some stream to stream. We got eight SA. We need two more. You want to join? You know, like it'd be the same thing, but like just give us that ability to see how many we got. Yeah. The, the other day it was like I was playing one morning and Goose was there and Huddy was there and somebody else was there. And everyone, <laughs> like, yo, did anybody go to work today? <laughs> let, let, let's try to find a queue and I can't remember how the queue times were but it still would have been nice to know we were able to get one or they were you know close to having 10 people ready you know to get right. to a game or you got a Jedi mind trick the fuck out of them I've solo queued like at 3 o'clock and be like 8 out of 10 for NAQ and be like <laughs> maybe they'll fall for it and then people queue it's like only two bad let's go but do people still even use that all chat which we're we're gonna end here shortly. By the way, I just wanted to ask that real quick. No, Is it me? Yeah. The, the the global chat. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. People still use it. Um, I see a lot now. A lot. To, excuse my French, but the shit talk. The moment that match is done, and they want to message somebody on the other team, they'll go in that in that chat because it, it is pretty easy to to find a person you're talking for on there with a small player base. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can literally just type their name and add them and then DM them that way. But you do that too. I mean, okay. So, I mean, you know, whether it, it's used for smack talking or whatever, at least it's getting used. I was just curious. Cause like the, the few times I've been able to get on, even though I'm not able to game much, you know, like I still go into the lobby, I still check out shit or whatever. And I noticed that like in global chat, there might only be like two, three people in global chat. Even though I know for a fact, like let's say it's peak hours, there definitely should be more than seven people chatting. If, you know, if anything, I was just wondering, like, is that an actual helpful tool that has been proving helpful to the game? Or is it one of those like, eh, you know, like really could have done without it. It's just more of a bell and whistle sort of vibe right now. Yeah, it's definitely bell and whistle. I don't know, maybe, maybe have an indicator how many people in global chat, I don't know. I don't know, man. So it's something that I don't even use. I, I rarely, rarely use it. So let's do this. Let's let's call it. And and again, I just want to preface it by by saying again, we're not trying to be negative. We're definitely trying to be constructive as far as all our opinions and everything. But I I don't know. Like I I really I'm really looking forward to what Strange Matters is going to do. I just think that we're falling into a state of are they going to do something you know like even though they just dropped crunch they did updates and stuff and the argument could be made is that enough for you know time frame or could they do more should they do other things i guess we could talk about that some other time but let's say our goodbyes if we could in the same order that we introduce ourselves get the community uh, your own little two cents, like your own feedback to the community and to Strange Matters if you want. And uh, throw in your plugs, plug your shit in. All right. Um, yeah, I appreciate everybody for, for watching, commenting. Um, my biggest my biggest key, uh, I guess, words of wisdom when it comes to all these pair of zombies is just be patient. Be patient. Where can they follow you, bro? Oh, you guys can follow me on all my socials, X856 Menace X. Um, I'll be I'll be around. 
he's happy around. <laughs> and we we appreciate you being here, man, especially with the uh, unorthodox schedules that we've <laughs> had lately, and you know, not not windu problems. Hashtag uh, goose. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not oh, yeah. I was just. No, I hate him, bro. I hate him. <laughs> no, I just want to say, um, we, we, we do know that the Pred stress test is upcoming. Like, keep it civil. Like, a lot of people like to talk shit amongst both of these games or all three mm-hmm. of these games. Like, making like fault is better accounts and shit like that like like we saw it like we see in fault sometimes we see like waiting for bread as a as a name or some shit like that yeah there's no need for that shit just keep it civil uh, is all i'm asking from the fault community it's going to make fault look a lot better if you're not dicks than if you are dicks okay Touché. true and where can they follow you goose you can follow me anywhere. I will lead you. I can't with you, Ray. <laughs> What's your TikTok? <laughs> Plug that shit in, bro. You're trying to grow that TikTok. What are you doing? Man, man goose something, bro. I haven't done fucking TikToks in a while. I don't know. You fucking know my YouTube channel. Look up, look up man goose and find all the fucking mongoose fighting the cobra videos and you, eventually you, you, you might page him. Still <laughs> has a pager. You can page him. <laughs> he has a pager. Oh, no. I can't. You poor goose. on the party line. <laughs> oh, poor goose and beard. <laughs> uh, wait, is is it man goose? GG? Are you? Did you get it changed? Huh? I thought you had to put numbers on it. Oh, man goose nine oh seven. There you go. Okay, sure. Magus907 for the TikTok. <laughs> sure. <All right. laughs> oh, I can't. Follow my boy, all right? Um, anyways. Um, I don't know. Take take advantage uh, of, you know, of everything. Uh, let's, let's get some marketing going. You know, use, use this uh, upcoming weekend, you know, and, and run with it. We, we, you got to do something to grow, and you could definitely use this for growth. Okay, right. true. And and you're plug spirited. You're here. <laughs> <laughs> what if they're watching on YouTube? Yeah, well, it's in the link below. I can't with him, bro. <laughs> he said, <laughs> "He said easy." I know Wendy's gonna have the links. Peter <laughs> yeah. um, Wolverine everywhere uh, except for on Twitter because you can't have that long of a name on Twitter so it's like TB Wolverine but I'm pretty sure if you look up the Peter Wolverine you can find me still that way so true and as far as my two cents that I'm just going to throw out there I really want the community to like don't stop speaking out don't stop speaking up towards fall because again, like it's very easy for anyone, any company, any business to get complacent, right? It's very easy to get comfortable. And it really, it really is a thing that I think the community, regardless of what game you support or whatever, should always be providing a sense of urgency. The community should always be like on their toes, making sure that they're putting their best foot forward. So don't let up on that shit. You can find me anywhere at Windu the Mace, literally. 
even TikTok, even though I, I fucking somehow lost that account as well. I can't, I can't log in. I don't even know the email that I use. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Um, but, but yeah, man, hopefully the, we start seeing more moves out of fault. Cause I think also another issue that we're having is we might be expecting them to be making moves like these big studios at times. Right. So it's, it's a little bit weird of a situation to be in, but hopefully, hopefully things are, things turn out for the better and hopefully we benefit from it as a community. But I want to thank everybody that made it this far. Again, if you made it this far, please, wherever you're watching, listening, whichever it may be, throw a GG in the chat just to show that you made it this far. We appreciate you. Make sure that you leave a like. Make sure that you share to the homies. Uh, it's kind of crazy that we've already been doing this shit for about a year. I don't know if we reached that year. I'll put that shit up later. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to go back and look. Yeah, but it, it's definitely crazy that we've been doing this shit for a year already. So we appreciate all the support. We wouldn't be doing this without y'all. Thank you so much. But as always, till the next one, homies. Peace. Peace. Peace.